1: Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country.
0: How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey?
1: It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area.
2: 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will.
1: This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern.
2: Welcome into the Allstate Insurance Youth Sports Show. Welcome into the Allstate Insurance Youth Sports Show brought to you by, as always, our friends, our agents at Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 1057 FM, the fan. So let me tell you the story of how I met these guys. We're talking PV Elite, and uh, we'll get into what that stands for. Um, but, I don't know, a month ago, I was at Starbucks 124th and Capital. And, uh, getting a cup of coffee, waiting for the coffee. There's a young man, and very attractive young lady. They were sitting there talking, and the young man had a Cudahy football sweatshirt on. I said, man, you got a lot of guts wearing that sweatshirt. He said, come on, why? I said, you guys haven't won a lot of football games. He said, we might now. I'm part of their coaching staff, and I got a chance to talk to these young people, and Look, I, I, I'm an old grandfather, man, and I talk to young people all the time, and very seldom do they stop what they're doing, look me in the eye, and ask me, hey, how are you doing today? What's going on? What do you know about Cudahy football? And then we had a conversation, and Michael Brown Johnson and his fiance, yes, Shania, Cheyenne, Cheyenne so I'd pronounce your last name? McGlaston. Yeah, it's going to be Brown Johnson soon, I think, so that's going to be a lot easier. <laughs> Cheyenne, uh, first of all, it's nice to meet you. You are the COO of PV Elite. Yes, sir. Could you tell me what PV stands for?
0: So PV and PV Elite stands for Positive Vibes.
2: And you guys have started this, This is it a nonprofit? profit Yes. It a, it's a non-profit. Mm-hmm. Both Milwaukee King grads, correct?
0: Yes, that's correct. I
2: right. sat next to the old football coach. Now He's still there. You're the head football coach at King at a basketball game on Monday night. Just Coach Waz and I happen to be sitting next to each other. And I said, hey, do you know these two? He goes, oh, yeah, I know them. I said, and he said, these are really good young people. I said, they're coming in studio through on Saturday. He said, good for you for having them in. Michael Brown Johnson, you are the CEO of PV and PV Elite. Thanks for coming in. Hey, no problem at all. Yeah, so hey, talk about where this, this started from. We're also um, going to be joined, in, and he's on mic. Um, Terrell Dowry Jr., who is a coach at Milwaukee King, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, and you're part of this PV Elite? Yes, sir. Yeah, how are you liking it? Oh, I love it. Man, you're a football guy. Oh, definitely, 100%. Yeah. 100%, through and through. How's the team going to be? Because I know, I already asked, uh, wow, you guys got a shot to be pretty good this coming year.
1: Yeah, we're really excited.
2: You got some players coming back. Oh, yeah. Michael Brown Johnson, let's talk about why and how this thing got started um, and, and, and the thought process behind doing this. Um, so the biggest reason why we got started with going on ahead
3: and uh, getting this nonprofit organization started was to give athletes another platform to be able to play their sports and be able to enhance their skills um, in their offseason, basically. So uh, we're giving, that, giving kids that platform, that opportunity to be able to do so. It's always exciting, gives them more recruiting opportunities uh, recruiting chances and everything from
2: that source. So yeah, definitely exciting. now, can you can you talk a little bit about about your background? You playing football, but got injured. Mm-hmm. And when we were sitting at Starbucks, you know you said, look, I here's what happened to me, and I didn't know which way to turn. And now I want to make sure that not only do, do I give back to the community that I love, but give kids a chance, to, to play at the next level, but then also give them opportunities. If it doesn't work out the way they think it's going to work out, we want to make sure that we have built this really good foundation in these kids' lives. Yeah,
3: so my senior year of high school, I ended up uh, having fractures to my spinal cord. So I had five fractures to my spinal cord, so that ended up ending my career for playing football immediately. So once that happened, I started going right into coaching right out of high school um, trying to give kids, of course, again the the platform to be able to play some more ball, and at the same time be a leader to them that I didn't have myself when it came to trying to do stuff like this. So that was right. always a big thing for me with this.
2: Shine. Um, so you guys thought there was something missing in in our community. I've lived in the city of Milwaukee my entire life. Yeah. I live right off of 88th and Townsend, right Lisbon area, right down the block from Champion Chicken. If you know that area, <laughs> yeah. But we've lived. I I've, I've lived there for twenty. 27 28 years and before that I, I was on the east side of milwaukee my wife grew up river west on locust and booth we both went to Mesmer high school and we have lived in the milwaukee area forever yeah. and we're old you know i'm old she's not if she's listening she's like don't tell people i'm old baby i'm not that old um but and i've seen changes in our community mm-hmm. so i love when i get to highlight promote and celebrate young people that are saying okay they need us yeah, we need right. to make a difference when For michael sure. when and i assume michael came to you first with this idea were yeah. you on board immediately
0: um, at first, I had a, a few reservations just because we, you know, we're young parents. Uh, we have a three-year-old at home. Oh, she's and, darling, by the way. Know, thank you. I <laughs> met her at the fundraiser.
2: Yeah. I met her at, at that fundraiser, and yeah. she is not shy. No. And she's like, hi, bye, not. have a good day. And yeah. it was just beautiful <laughs> uh-huh. to see. And she's just really a pretty young girl. So, yeah, thank um, you. You bet so that part of it what do you do is this your your full-time job
0: no so i actually still work part time for aurora healthcare okay Um, i'm currently a diet clerk at the dewey center hospital um and I'm actually finishing up my uh, bachelor's degree at UW Milwaukee.
2: Man, good for you! You thank got a lot you. going on. Oh yeah, and a three-year-old to chase. Oh yeah. Thank you for getting babysitter. By the way, who's uh, babysitting?
0: My grandmother is babysitting.
2: Is she listening? You think?
0: Yes, she is. What She's is her What is her name? Uh, Hattie McLaston.
2: Hattie, thank you so much because I really I <laughs> wanted Shannon to come in because I, I wanted people to hear her voice and and get an idea on the whole part of of this company mm-hmm. when you guys started this. What part of doing this kept you up at night? Uh,
0: What keeps me up at night is the logistics. So I'm I'm the the behind-the-scenes person. I do the emails. I plan all of the trips. I do most of the booking. So I'm up at night constantly just thinking, like, how are we going to coordinate these things for all of these kids? We have 60-plus kids and maybe somewhere between 5 to 15 adults. So I have to coordinate who's driving, who's picking up rentals, who's checking in at hotels, hotels and yeah, what kids are it. staying where, what parents are coming, what parents aren't coming, and I'm just always thinking.
2: Right, hey, so the youth sports show guys started because I, I did the Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine show for years, okay, and I, had Dr. Brian McCarty, and we talked about every injury known to man, and it was a really good show. They changed their marketing department, so we're going to take six months off and doing the high school stuff that I've done forever, people kept saying, why don't you talk about youth sports? There's a lot going on with youth sports. Oh yeah. And they'd call me and say, how does the Franklin Youth Football Program have all the money they need, all the players, they they always got new uniforms, how does that happen? Mm-hmm. And I said, why are you calling me? Call them. <laughs> they go, no, we can't do that. So. The, we get into the weeds in this program, and and if I'm going to offend somebody in your organization, I'm going to do it in the first segment. And and I just have to whoever takes care of the website, we got to get moving on it. Oh yeah, we got to get working on it. Um, I, I I tried to do a lot of uh, get a lot of information on the website, and there's some outdated stuff. And the first the first place people get their first impression of your organization is by going to that website. Mm-hmm. So I to get in the weeds and mm-hmm. and say. Look, if if you need help with it, there's a bunch of people that can help. Uh, but but I would look at at other people's websites and steal stuff. And you guys know as coaches, we don't invent anything; we oh. steal <laughs> everything. <right about> <laughs> and you know, we steal from this guy and this guy and this guy, and then we go look at no, that's our own. We this is the way we <laughs> believe. But that the website I think is really important. And and if there was one part of this. Relationship that we've started mm-hmm. that I was just a tad disappointed with. It's that, and and my hope is that really soon you guys um, clean that up a little bit because there's look I love the fact that you have your mission statement on there, and it's a really good strong mission statement on the seven on seven part, the nutritional services uh, that, that, that the 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 information is going to be coming soon, elite training, one on one training, all the things that you guys offer. Um, take the time to to get that cleaned up if if you can. Um, Michael Brown Johnson, who is the CEO of PV Elite, let's talk a little bit about the 7-on-7 stuff. And, Terrell, I want to ask you as well. um, My fear is the 7-on-7 is going to be what AAU basketball at times has become in in, in that arena. Um, What's your feeling on on the whole 7-on-7 stuff? Um, So when it comes to that, I
3: think that the biggest thing with that we don't try to compare it to the AAU basketball only because of the bad taste that it has in their mouth right now with that. So we want to try to make sure that we
2: stay away from there sure. with, a, with a grain of salt, basically. So, you um, sure you want guys like me to stop saying that? And, <laughs> and I agree with you. I, yeah. I, I should. I don't I mean, know we gotta, enough about 7-on-7. Seven seven. That's just what I'm hearing from Maybe people that don't understand the mission uh, of 7-on-7.
3: Yeah, the biggest thing with 7-on-7, of course, is still trying to make sure that we're enhancing the the kids' mental skills and everything like that when it comes to being on the field. It helps the quarterbacks to be able to identify a lot of coverages. It gets the receivers in the corners uh, a lot more physical. Um, and get them more crisp when it comes to certain physical aspects that they actually have on the field. It gives them confidence when they're actually going to be touching the field with pads and everything going on full 11-on-11. 11 11. So because of that, I think that 7-on-7 uh, seven seven has been a great, a great, great, great help for a lot of kids. A lot of kids that I have worked with in the past come back to me after the 7-on-7 seven seven season is over and says, Coach, the game is moving so much slower for me, right. which means that they're moving a lot faster on the field. They're reacting a lot faster on the field. They're seeing things happening before it actually happens on the field, which is helping them out. And a lot of those kids are now getting, you know, D one offers. A lot right. of those kids are signing D one scholarships and going on to play D one ball. So-
2: hey, Terrell uh, Dowry Jr. To talk uh, a little bit about your background, um, where'd you play football, and and uh, um, how long you've been coaching? Uh, well, in
1: <clears throat> high school I graduated from Milwaukee South Division. Okay. Played under Coach Matthew. Uh, in college, I played at Wisconsin Whitewater, 2009 and 2013. Um, I've been coaching at Rufus King for eight years now. Uh, football, uh, track coach as well. I'm a throws coach. Uh, this will be my ninth year
2: this fall. Can you still throw a little bit? <laughs> no? Not really. No, that's no, all right. I've no got the shoulders for that. You can anymore. tell them how to do it, right? Oh, yeah. You can tell them. The difference between playing at Milwaukee South and playing at historic South Stadium Boy, South Stadium now is beautiful. Oh, it's wonderful. Yes,
1: yeah. uh, I think NPS has done a good job of uh, kind of enhancing uh, football in the city, uh, especially kind of investing in the stadiums. And uh, I think that's a big thing, and I think it's made a big difference. South Stadium looks <laughs> night and day. Night and day. Oh,
2: yeah. Um, you know, I do a segment for a TV show called Around the Corner with John McGivern, and the second segment that I ever did was um, – they, they were on Mitchell Street, so I picked South Division and talked to Ty Mosler and talked to football coach. And, and I went over to the South Stadium for the football side of it, and they said, this part is condemned over here and you can't yep. go over there. And, and they thought about just, just destroying it. Yeah. Now understand, when I was a kid, every big high school football game mm-hmm. was at historic South Stadium. It, that's where it was. And to see it, it made me sad. Now I've been back and they did a marvelous job. it looks phenomenal it does
1: and it's pretty cool with me um I get a lot of stories from around that time. I have a long line of family that has uh came through South division not only South division but the city conference yeah so I hear stories of all the time about how uh, city football was back then and how South Stadium was so. yeah
2: you know um and we don't have time to do it this segment but I'm gonna add we're gonna talk you and the two of us, the three of us a little bit about the state of the state in, in in city football and you know what i get i get beat up pretty good sometimes because i you know there there i think city football is great for for being in the city and 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 get, giving the kids a chance to play but when it comes to playoff time not real competitive for the most part and down in chicago they have a city conference only and they play the championship game at soldier field and when I told Bill Mobeck, do you think it's time for us to do that? He said, absolutely not. Are you going to go tell these kids who worked hard to qualify for the playoffs that they shouldn't be in the playoffs? I said, well, I'm not doing that. You go ahead and do that. But we'll talk about your your upbringing, where you played, how you got involved in football, and we'll continue to do that. Um, on the other side of the break, go to this website, and again, I, I just wanted to bring that up that, that they're gonna they're gonna work to clean it up a little bit. They have some good information on there, and and the mission of the Seven on Seven, um, how to get involved in their one on one training, elite training, some nutritional services that are going to be um, coming up really soon. You can find that website at pvfitandwell.com. dot com, dot com. We'll get to a break on this side of the break. We've got a number of people in studio. Um, we may get to them. I don't know. We got a lot still to talk about with Michael Brown Johnson. He is the CEO of PV Elite. Um, Cheyenne? Yes. Okay. <laughs> tell, tell Hattie, I'm sorry that I have such a hard time with your last name. And I'm a Mick too, so McLaston. Yes. There you go. She is the COO of PV Elite. Terrell Dowry Jr., he is a coach um, with PV and the PV Elite. And again, it's positive vibe. And what they're trying to do is give kids a chance to play, you know, play more football, play at the next level. In in all of that, utilizing football to give these kids a really good experience in the game of football and outside of the game of football. And as always, guys like this are trying to keep kids walking down the straight and narrow. And I know for a fact that in the city of Milwaukee, there's a lot of people doing great work. We could use more, and these are young people really trying to give back to the community. That servant heart leadership is in all three of these for sure. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance, on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGibber. We're talking about PV and PV Elite, seven on seven, with Michael Brown Johnson, Cheyenne McLaustin, and Terrell Dowry Jr. Um, Cheyenne, I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the, you talked about the back end of this and how you're kind of like, you're 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 the one that I think probably has the hardest job for me. I oh, yeah. I wouldn't mind being the coach. I wouldn't mind doing that stuff. All that other <laughs> stuff I'm horrible at. That. Um how do you guys raise money? I I was at mm-hmm. one of your fundraisers, but how is this paid for? And if people that are listening mm-hmm. feel they they are feeling led to give is there a way that we can do that
0: oh yeah for sure so we have a couple different ways that people can give if they're looking to just donate to the organization right um if you would like to donate we have a paypal that they can give to we also do cash app and venmo um we also will take checks if you would like those as well we just ask that you contact us personally for the mailing address for that
2: so there's look if you're listening and and You've been thinking, boy, I'd love to get involved with some young people that are trying to make a difference. Call these guys. Mm -hmm. You know what? Call Cheyenne and say, hey, I'll buy you a cup of coffee. Michael, I'll buy you a cup of coffee. I don't know if you drink coffee. I definitely do. You do? Yeah? Every morning. Every Every morning. (laughs) He'll he'll have a cup of coffee with you as well. And, again, I met him on 125th and Capital, and they were working hard. And they were willing to stop what they were doing for five minutes and talk to an old guy like me that walked in ripping – the sweatshirt that Michael Brown Johnson had on. (laughs) You can donate some money. You also do do some fundraisers. I yes, know that we, we, we promoted. Do you yeah. have anything coming up?
0: Um, coming up, we don't have anything as far as like what we had in the past. Like, right. um, the We did a Chipotle fundraiser where you came and supported that yeah, one. Yeah, of course, then, there
2: was food involved. Yeah. <laughs> and then
0: we had a, a spaghetti night fundraiser as well. We're planning a few more of those. Okay. Um, but right now, we're just selling popcorn through Goody Gourmet, doing a Goody Gourmet fundraiser for popcorn. Yep. Um, and then we also are selling pocket peelers as well. So those okay. are our two current fundraisers. So
2: Tony Resh um, from Raising the Stakes fundraising and leadership development is a guy that is, is a sponsor of this show and has been for years, and I would recommend look up, uh, look into him and what he's doing and how he does it because he's not out there to, to make sure that he makes the most money and you guys get a couple of shekels, a couple of crumbs at the end. He's in it for the right reason. Raising the stakes, fundraising, and leadership development, and tell Tony Rush, who's a football guy, okay. that 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 I told you to call, and he will he will make you some money, That's and he'll it. figure out a way to do it. And uh, I can't recommend him uh, enough, um, Michael. How do you find kids? Do you have tryouts? Do you, do you um, do kids have to be at a certain level to come play for you, or are you just looking for kids that are going to go hard?
3: Um, so of course the name with the name of the business being Positive Vibes Elite. Right. We, want, we, we want the best players in the state. That's right. our goal right there. So we do have tryouts. We had two tryouts for the high schoolers, uh, I want to say, once in November and then once in December of this past year. So we will be hosting that again later on this year, um, making sure that we get those tryouts in for the high school kids and then for the for the youth kids as well. It's the exact same way. We make sure that we go ahead and get those tryouts and try to get the best kids that we can. Um, and throughout the off season, throughout the actual football season, um, we are recruiting kids. We are talking to kids. We are communicating to kids. I'm um, trying to let them know, hey, we got the 7-on-7 seven seven season coming up soon once it hits about uh, it's week 7 or 8 of the actual in-season, uh, 11-on-11 11 11 season. Yeah. So once that happens, we're trying to basically just recruit kids as much as possible, let them know, hey, this is happening. This is going to start right after the state championship game. So we're going to make sure that if you guys are available and you're interested, we want to try to pull you in as soon as we can.
2: Hey, Terrell, um, what's your overall feeling about – About seven on seven, similar to Michael, where you know what—the more kids are 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 learning timing and route running and where the ball needs to be thrown, the better. Uh, Yes, I love it, and uh,
1: actually, the more I've been around it, uh, I think the biggest impact is honestly at the youth level. Okay, Um, the youth level is they have the least amount of practice time. Right Uh, during their season. They may practice, what, three days a week? Maybe. And then they have a game. Majority of that is game planning and maybe putting in plays and whatnot. They don't have a lot of time to really focus and hone in on those little skills and techniques that you get from 707, you know. um, Especially uh, at the court, at the quarterback position, um, little things like footwork drops, Right. you know, um, receivers uh, talking about releases and how to run certain routes. And then as you alluded to timing, you know, those little things um, make a huge difference. If you go um, just right down South to Illinois and you check out some of those programs, you know, you will be in awe, especially at their youth program. The, the, how advanced and uh, how you know technically sound, these kids are at the things they do at the levels at the youth level is just amazing, and uh, it shows with their high school football, it's a big
2: difference, yeah. Hey, Cheyenne, so some of the the, the competitors that you have um, not only in the state but in the Midwest have are starting to get corporate sponsorship, mm-hmm. right? So that that helps obviously with not having to do spaghetti dinner fundraisers mm-hmm. so that you can focus more on the stuff that look the, the other stuff you talked about mm-hmm. is a full time gig. It it just is. Um if 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 a corporate sponsor wanted to sit down with you guys and say, hey look, let's talk our mission statement on what we're trying to do with the city is mm-hmm. kind of similar to what yours is. You guys would certainly be willing to do that
0: oh yeah for sure that's correct we also um have uh connections with the lubar entrepreneurship center on uwm's campus they've been instrumental in a lot of our foundational aspects of business and um they've definitely put us into contact with some people who love networking with uh, corporate sponsors in that realm so good
2: hey um i talked to michael on on the phone Um, one time, and I asked him where that servant leadership heart came from. Mm -hmm. And we we talked a little bit, and he kind of told me where his came from. Mm I have never asked you that, (laughs) and I'm wondering... You know, maybe she's listening. Yeah. Where where the servant hardship, servant leadership heart came from for you? Yeah. But can we talk a little bit about that part of of your life?
0: Yeah, uh, definitely. So I started off as a track and field athlete. I ran for about twelve plus years. I ran with um, Congress. Uh, was the name of the team back then. Um, I don't know if they're still around. And then I um, once I got to high school, I transitioned over to Wings of Glory track and field, um, and I finished off my career there. Uh, For me, the servant leadership aspect just was ingrained from a very young age um, with my mom and all of the things that I was doing. So the different organizations that I was a part of, we always found a way to not only have practices, but give back to our community. So we would hold community car washes, community rummage sales. We just would do things to make sure that people knew, yes, we're athletes, but we don't want to just make it to the, the next level and forget where we came from. So
2: you must have learned a lot of what to do and what not to do. Of course. Then, Right? Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of, again, mm-hmm. as coaches, we steal the good things and drop the bad things. For sure. But so to, to be... You know, the the CEO of this organization, mm-hmm. all of that stuff that you learned as a kid on the good and the bad and the ugly of, of putting together an organization. For sure. Now you're able to kind of tweak it the way you want it.
0: Yes, Man. that's exactly right.
2: Michael Brown, she, man! Make sure when you get those corporate sponsors, you bring her with you. Oh yeah, I got to. I can't, can't forget her. No, no, no. All right, in fact, I, she would be the face of this organization. I, she just would be because of I think. And look, we've all had those, right? Mm-hmm. We've all been involved. And mine was a really long time ago. But we've all been involved in new sports, on mm-hmm. the good and the bad, and what we've learned um, from that. Where do you guys have your
3: tryouts? Um. So we had, we hosted our tryouts this past uh. What was that winter? So right after what was that Black Friday? We hosted them at Elkhorn High School. Okay. And then that was the first set of tryouts that we did. The second set of tryouts we held them at Inbound. Where? So, where's that? I'm sorry, Brookfield. So the Brookfield Soccer Complex.
2: Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. That. So yeah. uh, how, how was the? How was the response? Did you have a lot of kids coming? We
3: actually had a lot more kids coming to those than we thought. So we, with this being our first year, really going into it the way we were, we thought we were probably going to get about anywhere from fifty to sixty kids that were going to be coming up. Yeah. We probably, in total, with our two tryouts, with just high school alone, we probably, we definitely turned in over hundred kids that came into that.
2: And you guys, when's your season start? When do you get going?
3: Um, so we actually had our first tournament two weekends ago in Chicago. We okay. actually did pretty good out there, facing against uh, some of the top competition when it comes to seven on seven with Boom, with Fast Seven, with Legacy, and all of those teams. So playing against those guys, we definitely was able to see what we were able to be capable of throughout the rest of the season. And then we have another tournament
2: coming up in Detroit next weekend. Terrell, do you travel then? You go down you go you're going to Detroit as well? Yes I do. Yeah? So you get you guys get in vans and take that driver. You one of the drivers or you sit in the back relax? No, we uh, all take turns. Do you? Yeah. yeah, I'd be the guy in the back sitting back and relaxing just so you I know. I could. Let the old guy sit in the back and read the papers what I would I would be telling you. Um, were you surprised how you guys uh, performed two weeks ago? Uh,
1: no. Um I think we have a lot of guys who are Experienced uh, football players. Um, so when they see the competition out there, they're not uh, afraid. Yeah, You know, they compete. You know, uh, they see a lot of guys who are ESPN top 150. I can name a bunch of guys that uh, we've played and you see them on ESPN later down the line. Uh, those things don't scare those guys. So they go out
2: there, they embrace the competition and they go out there and compete. Hey, we got some kids that are part of your program sitting behind you, right? Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What uh, what age do you start with as far as youth and and I know you do high school, but what age is the youth kids? We
3: start third grade.
2: Third grade. Yes, sir. Wow, that's early. You know, and 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 they're starting to go where I don't know how long tackle football is going to mm-hmm. continue uh, through eighth grade. Yeah. I mean, they're starting to now say, okay, we're not going to tackle through fifth or sixth, mm-hmm. and I. Uh, Michael and, and Trell, I, I, we do this WFCA show because I, I don't think football's ever been safer to play. You know, if I told you stuff that we did at Mesmer when I played, uh, you know, two days and Bull of the Ring and Nutcracker all the time, and if you're thirsty, take a salt pill. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah. Take a salt pill. Did I say it? Take a salt pill. Did I? No, I'm just kidding. That's Robbie Concussion. I'm just kidding. But so where it is now, you guys very seldom hit anymore at the high school level, right? Yeah. I mean,. Uh... Initially, even when I came
1: in uh, I w- at Whitewater, we didn't tackle much during practice. Um, you know, a lot of guys are kind of seasoned when it comes to that. Uh, and we initially tried to, you know, use that concept at King, and I think, um, to me, I felt like uh, it kind of hurt us with our tackling. Right. You know, we needed guys to continually get those reps and kind of learn how to do that, and um, they weren't ready for that type of of coaching in which we were trying to introduce that I learned in yeah.
2: college. Well, I and you know what? They're, they're head out of the game and doing all that. So this 7-on-7, seven seven, you know what? It's going to be very similar especially for those those um, early, you know, those young kids. The way I, that I think the, the game is going until you get to high school. We're going to get to a break. We're talking to the people from PV Elite. It is Positive Vibe Elite. Like the name. Who came up with the name, by the way?
3: This guy.
2: So that was actually me. <laughs> Atta boy, Michael. Well done. Good job. He's Michael Brown Johnson. Um, Cheyenne McLaughlin, she is the COO of PV Elite. Terrell Dowry, Dowry Jr. is a coach. We're going to get these guys to the couch. we got some players we're going to bring up. And your uh, you're, uh, youth coach is here. I've met him before. Oh, yeah. He's here. <laughs> yeah. He, we're going to talk to him as well. Um, on the other side of the break, this is the Youth Sports Show. Brought to you by Allstate. Wait, i got to do this different. Hold on. because told, <laughs> told me I do it all the time. This is the Allstate Insurance U Sports Show uh, on 105.7 FM, <laughs> The Fan. Uh, welcome back to the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio, 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking to people from PV Elite. Seven on seven, but it's much more than that. It's a seven on seven organization that's utilizing football, give back to the community, make positive impact on a lot of kids from from our community, city of Milwaukee and southeast Wisconsin. Go on their website and look at their mission statement. It's to become the mentor coach players never had bring more attention to Wisconsin football, and disrupt the segregation in Wisconsin, give players another platform to showcase their skills, supply young athletes with the opportunity to improve their character, turning young men into great men, and fall in love with the game of football. And so, look, by reading that mission statement, if I tell you they're a seven-on-seven organization, they're not. That's what they do, but that's not who they are. And when you had a chance to talk to to listen to Michael Brown Johnson, and and you know what his servant leadership heart and the stuff that they're trying to do him and Cheyenne along with Terrell Dowry Jr. is different. It it just is. And you're going to want to get a chance to, to meet these guys. And if you're a corporation that wants to put you you know hit your wagon to some young people from our city that are trying to do good, contact me. I'll get you in contact with them. And uh, you want me to make an introduction and go sit and have a cup of coffee with with you and them? I would be more than willing to do that. We're now joined by some players and a coach. Coach Mike, how you been? Pretty good. Yeah, I've, you and I have talked before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're doing good. Yep. You like this? Yeah, I don't
4: mind it. I mean, um, the
2: seven-on-seven seven stuff you like? Yeah, it keeps you busy and you know
4: you build relationships with these younger guys and yeah,
2: these your nephews. Yep. Yeah? Yep. Which, uh, which one's more talkative? Which one should I go with? Should I go with Thomas or Cameron? Uh, they both push up nerve pretty good. Yeah, yeah but let's start with Thomas because he's the older one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Thomas, you're in eighth grade. How are you doing? I'm um, good. How are you? Good. Where do you go to school? I go to Whitman Middle School. Yeah? All right, and you're part of the seven-on-seven stuff. You, what position do you play? I play quarterback. you throw a little bit? Yeah. Yeah? A little bit? Yeah, that a <laughs> boy. Where are you going to be going to high school? Uh, Wauwatosa West High School. Okay. Um, Cameron, what grade are you in?
0: I'm in seventh grade.
2: Yeah, where do you go? Whitman. Yeah, you guys get along really well? Somewhat. Somewhat, not all the time? No, that's all right. That's how brothers are, trust me. He uh, he can punch harder, but he can't catch you. Is that what the question, that, that, that's the yeah, answer?
0: he's pretty slow. That's yeah, small. he is? Yeah.
2: Cameron, what position do you put? Wide receiver. Yeah, so he's got to throw to you every once in a while. He yep. Does he throw to you enough? Eh. Uh, are you open? Yeah. You're open a lot?
4: Yeah, I'm I'm a little squirmy.
2: Yeah, there, there you go. Um, do you, are you guys multi-sport athletes? Do you guys yeah. play any? Uh, yeah. What else do you play?
4: I run track. I play lacrosse, basketball, football, and I water ski and snowboard. They're busy boys. Yeah, it's tough to catch up with them and tough. keep up with them. So.
2: Tough to keep How about you? Uh,
0: I play lacrosse, football, track, and um, volleyball.
2: Man. Jerron Johnson, how are yes, you doing? Sir. Good, yeah. yeah, eighth grader. Where do you go to school? I go to MAS Middle School. Where are you going to high school? Uh, I don't know yet. You're not sure yet. No, nope. what, what, where, where do you think you have a couple options, a couple of places? Yeah, um, King, Tulsa West, and St. Francis. Okay, uh, what position do you play? Wide receiver. Yeah, you get you can catch the ball a little bit. Yeah, you got good hands, of course. Multi sport athlete. Yeah, yeah,
3: what else do you play? Basketball. And run track or anything I can do, yeah. To keep me productive. Can you
2: shoot the ball on the basketball floor a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Well, we may need to talk then during the no. I've retired 36 <laughs> years, I've coached basketball. I was at uh, Martin Luther the last four years. I'll show you the state championship pictures and we go to a break. <laughs> How's that for, for me talking about a school? Hey, um, Mike, when, when we talk about this kind of stuff, seven on seven yep. is still relatively new to this market, yes. There are some competition. There are some guys that are running seven on seven stuff. Yep. What do you think? And, and and when we were talking with Trell, he he or, he said that he thought at the youth level, like where these kids are, had the biggest impact. Would you agree with that?
4: Yes, because uh, a lot of these kids are still young and you know somewhat moldable. The older they get, the more they you know they tend to know or think they know in some cases
2: yeah they shake their head and look at you like you've you know right. yeah i've had that a, a zillion times this was not available for you when you played um actually growing up was seven it? on seven stuff no no would you now that you know what it's about do you wish it had been yes yeah i mean uh the
4: the more the more you the more reps and the more experience you can get the more you know and you know the sooner you can get out you
2: know some of those learning experiences the, the sooner you can start fine-tuning your craft right Um, Boys, did you guys go down to um, Thomas? Let me start with you. Did you guys play in two weekends ago, or is that just high school stuff? Um, I didn't go to Chicago. We didn't end up going the high school went. Okay. So you don't, your first tournament, did you play last year, 7-on-7? No, I don't think I did. So this is your first go-around with all this stuff? I mean, not really. I'm not really new to it. I've played a lot of different leagues with my uncle.
4: Just okay. Getting we have to a, know everyone. We have a youth league that we started over out in Brookfield that does 3rd and 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th and 8th and working with PVE, you know, it allows us to get these guys even further and out there with the uh, doing the travel and some of the other stuff. So they they've had a year or two of experience. You know, we we started to lay the foundation to help support programs like PVE and stuff like that and get these kids into the 7-on-7 seven seven sooner.
2: What what made you a fan of the the PVE Elite? Because there are other options, yep. what, but what about this group, and I know what. why I'm a fan of theirs, but why are you? Well, oh, I've played ball with Dowry before. I've known Dowry for a number of years. See, I've actually was he shy to hit people
4: because he didn't look like it, and he just
2: looks like the kind of fella that wouldn't mind hitting you.
4: I, I think I heard him talk before, I, you know. So yeah. I, I played quarterback, so you know he he was around, but I don't know if he really got me or not. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, you know what? If he did, you'd know it. That's, That's all nice. I'm telling you. Oh yeah. But what about this group of people? So you you understand? You know him, and you know where yep. his heart is at, and the way they're going to run yep. this thing. Look, when I talked with Shine, and I talked to Michael. I, I said, Look, I have some, some reservations about having you guys in and mm-hmm. here's what they are. And they addressed them. Yep. Because I said, Look, here's what here's some other things going on, I think, mm-hmm. in seven on seven and I'm not sure that I agree with it all. Mm-hmm. And they said, You don't have to, it's okay. Right. But let me tell you why we're doing it. So it was an easy draw for me to to, to start to listen right. to them. Um you think that they'll they'll give these kids and these nephews of yours um a good opportunity to get to get to play. Oh, yeah.
4: Um, I've grown up playing semi-pro ball and flag football and stuff like that, and so we pretty much played year-round, and I see a very similar opportunity for these guys and being able to do that stuff, not only play locally, but, you know, kind of get out of the state and kind of measure yourself against these kids across the country because you see a big difference between kids and programs up north here to what you see down south. And um, I first started playing football in Texas, so I saw the difference moving from the south to the north. And, you know, we definitely want to provide these guys with that opportunity and those resources and stuff to do that.
2: Hey, um, at what point does Thomas need to go, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm doing nine sports, maybe I should cut it down to four. I mean, is there a time well, or should he just stop you keep doing what he's doing? Well,
4: I, you know, I try to, you know, you want to give him every opportunity you can, but you also got to be smart with your body, you know, give yourself some rest before the body starts breaking down. And that's sort of, you know, with the nutrition stuff, you know, that we do with the program and them just trying to make them realize sooner than later because when you look at the pros and you see their bodies and stuff start to break down, you know, it's like we teach these guys, you know, are you prepared for success or are you prepared for failure? And that's not only mentally but physically.
2: You know, it's interesting. When I did that that Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine show, mm-hmm. these guys said, look, we never see guys like Cameron and Thomas and Ron. Right. We, we never see them. Those yep. multi-sport athletes, yep. because they go from one season and one sport to the next, yep. It's the it's the guys that only swim. Or the girls that only play yep. volleyball; those are the people that we see all the time. So I wouldn't be too quick. As long as Thomas and Cameron are taking care of their grades, how do you guys do in the school? Good, uh,
4: good. That, that's a real strong emphasis. With I their mean, um, and their I have always just you know Germans kind of kicking my butt, but that's
2: it. That's alright. Yeah, I got
0: all A's and B's.
2: You do, <laughs> John? How about you? I'm doing good. You got one C. What? What is the C in? Math. That's all right. You gotta get 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 to work on that. Yeah, I wasn't so good in math either. So you know what? You take care of that. And uh, but I had nuns hitting me with like rulers and stuff. Maybe that's why I wasn't so good at it. Yeah, those nuns back in my day were not. Took the mind
4: a second to reboot. Oh yeah, they were not.
2: Oh boy, they were not. uh, They were not nice. They were angry all the time. And I think I know why, but I'm not going there for sure. They just uh, they were angry all the time. Um, when did, Have you guys practiced, Thomas? Have you guys get together and practice yet? Oh, yeah, a lot. When it's not with PV
4: Elite, which now we're doing from 6 to 8 in the mornings at Brookfield, we always just meet up with all the teammates and get some work in on our own.
2: Yeah? John, does, uh, does Thomas throw you the ball enough? Yeah. Yeah? Because you're getting open, so he's throwing it to you? Yeah. All right. Guys, if, you, if there's tournaments around here, I'm going to try to get and watch you guys play. I'll be the guy heckling you. Man, throw the ball, Tom Cameron. You dropped another one. I'll be all. No, I won't be that. I'll just be nice I don't and drop quiet. Much. You don't drop much, man. Cameron got a little moxie to him. Oh yeah, he's He's, the... a little, he's pretty confident he's... for a seventh grader. He's
4: always been kind of the uh, the younger younger kind of playing up and having to kind of earn his uh, his opportunity. Different so he's got a, he's got, got a little chip on his shoulder. Yeah,
2: as he as he <laughs> should. Thomas, thank you. Cameron, thank you. Jerron, thank you. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, I'm going to bring. The, the the leadership of of PV Elite back on. I've got a number of questions for them, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap this up. You know, the high school sports show that I do mm-hmm. from 10 to noon. So it's playoff time for high school basketball. Yep. I'm bringing six moms in. Oh, senior they have seniors, yep. and I want to talk about that journey. Yep. First three, the first hour, second hour, and I. I found out about four years old after coaching my son in high school that he went to his my mom, to his mom mm-hmm. my wife, with the emotional side of it, mm-hmm. and I didn't know. Right. He'd say, man, would you get him off my back? You know, that kind of stuff. Right. So it's going to turn into a Dr. Phil show. I'm going <laughs> to, we'll to be Dr. Phil pretending 10 noon. We'll get to a break hard. on this one. It is the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. I'm Mike McGivern, and we're talking a PV Elite, 7 on 7. And and Michael Brown Johnson, when I talked about the 7 on 7 is what you guys do, but it's not who you are. Correct. Right? Definitely, definitely, definitely. We try to make sure that we teach our
3: kids that they need to master the mindset in order to be great in, in whatever they do, whether it's sports, whether it's going to be journalism, whether it's going to be on the radio with someone like you or don't, anything. Don't
2: recommend, I want to keep my job, don't you be recommended. That little camera boy take my job quick if he wants it. I'll tell you that, there he is over there. Um, but I think that that's really important. now. When when we had that conversation and, and I was open and honest and said, Hey, look, you know there's some, some competitors in, you know, southeast Wisconsin throughout the state that I'm leery of mm. and you said, Well, we can have that conversation. You you understand that that people will look and they will watch to make sure that you guys are are doing the stuff that you say you're gonna do. And I'll get a bunch of calls if not People call and say, you remember those those people? You're, I'm just telling you, you remember that group? There? They're not doing that. And so make sure that, that you stay on on task on this. Oh, yeah, Wait, definitely. Is this full-time for you, Michael? This is full-time for me no matter what, but I still work. Uh, I'm still a personal
3: trainer outside of this, okay. so I'm still going to make sure. you know That's still my other full-time as well, so I'm full-time, full-time, full-time whatever and full-time.
2: And a father. So.
3: Yep. Yep.
2: <laughs> Do you guys see? I know you're engaged, but do you see each other much, or do you we, guys hang out at all? We do. We try to make sure
3: that we force the weekends to be our thing. Yeah. Uh, so, like, tonight we'll definitely be having our night. It's
2: a
0: nice
2: family night. <laughs> Saturday night's family night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, could you guys mind if I come over for a while, or what do we? Oh, uh, Michael, I'm just um... kidding. I saw you roll
0: your eyes. <laughs> you're
2: not invited either. I don't know what you're laughing at. <laughs> hey, so did you ever uh, catch that that quarterback over there? Oh, yeah, a couple times. Yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, you must not have got him because he said he doesn't remember. You must not have hit him. Yeah, he doesn't remember. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's, how hard, that's how hard you put him to sleep for a minute. Is that the key? Hey, this personal training stuff you're doing, Michael, who do you work with? Um. So
3: the biggest ones that we work with, I'm, I'm assuming that you mean athlete-wise?
2: Yeah, Yeah. no, no. I mean, um, where do you find your guys and where do you work them out? And, and um, if so somebody wants to, to reach out to you as – You know, to to find out what that's all about, Mm -hmm. how do they do that?
3: Um, So, we actually have a a small partnership going on with Planet Fitness right now. So, we're actually, uh, we have access to all of their gyms, all of their locations, and everything. Um, So, anyone that I train with, I could bring in as many people as I want, and we can go ahead and have our sessions inside of Planet. Um, then at the same time, I'm over King's uh, weight room as well. Okay. So with me being over King's weight room, we have access to that weight room as sure. well. So that's another spot that we're also able to go ahead and, you know, run our uh, our trainings and stuff.
2: So. And, and if somebody wanted to, to, to talk to you about that part, can they just go on your website and contact you that way on this website that Definitely. we're talking about? Um, PVFitAndWell.com. So it's PV. It stands for Positive Vibe. FitAndWell.com. Uh, if you want more information on on this group, uh, what Michael uh, Brown Johnson is doing, uh, your teams are now set, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So if, if somebody's listening, say, "Hey, I've got. To, I just moved into the city." My, uh, I'm from Texas, my son's in 8th grade and he can throw the ball 80 yards. You might be able to look at him, right? We might have to go ahead and give him a chance. <laughs> you might have to give him a chance, but for the most part, your teams are set. Yep. The tryouts that you had, um, make sure that you let me know the next year when the tryouts give me a couple of weeks in advance Definitely. so I can highlight, promote um, the tryouts that that, uh, that you guys are doing. Cheyenne, do you go on the trips as well or do you just do all the planning and, and let them go? <laughs>
0: I go on as many as I can um, with my current position within Aurora I do work weekends every other weekend is required so okay. the weekends I'm not working I'm off with them
2: boy and and you, what you do you you're, you're at, uh, at Aurora
0: I'm a diet clerk.
2: So what is that?
0: Uh, So what we do is, since it's the psychiatric hospital, we operate a little differently from the main hospitals. We pretty much go in. We help the patients um, take their orders for the day we work a day ahead. Um, And we'll just get their their meal orders and make sure that they're getting the correct, proper nutrition according to whatever dietary needs they have.
2: And what are you going to UWM for?
0: I am double majoring in nutritional sciences and kinesiology. (laughs) Yeah, you, I told you <laughs> yeah. I kicked your coverage. What
2: are you looking at me for, Mr. <laughs> Brown Johnson? You know that. Good for you. You always obviously always I was student athlete. Yes, always. Athlete always came first.
0: Uh student
2: first. A student came first. Yep. You couldn't be an athlete without student. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's correct.
2: The idea that these kids um understand and and you know I say this a lot that it is a privilege. Yes. to compete. Mm-hmm. It's not a right. They don't they don't have the right to be on your team. Definitely. They earn that. That right, and certainly um, at South Division and at Whitewater, you found that out, right? Oh, yeah,
1: definitely.
2: Do, do you, hey, how can I ask how old you are? I'm 28. 28. So I said to somebody on this Faith in the Zone show I do that kids have really changed over the years, don't you think? Oh, and definitely. He, you know what? He said no. He said, oh, Mike, you see. and I have changed. He said at the age of 28, I was a Division I, the NCAA Division One head football coach, youngest in the country. <laughs> he said, and I was single and I was cool. <laughs> he said, now I'm 44, I'm married, I got three kids. He said, all I wanna do is get out of practice and go home. He said, Mike, I don't think they've changed. I think we have changed. You've gotten older, I've gotten older. He said, the difference is they post everything. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, we awesome. didn't do that. Mm-hmm. He said, but they're doing the same knucklehead stuff I did as a freshman in college, but now everybody knows it. I did it kind of in the dark and I did it where I didn't want to tell anybody, but they're out there showing all this stuff to everybody. Are you finding that talking to kids that are 16, 17, and 18 is still um, comfortable for you, Tro?
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, A lot of them feel comfortable with coming and talking with me about whatever, uh, mainly because um, I'm closer to their age. Right. Uh, I started coaching at 22, um, right when I got out of college. So that's when I started at King. So um, it's been the same thing, you know? Yeah. Guys feel more comfortable. Come to talk to me about whatever, and I have an open mind.
2: About, yeah, you know. you, are you in the building? Uh, no, I'm actually at a
1: different school within MPS. What
2: What do you do at that school? I teach. You What do you uh, teach?
1: Metcalf Elementary.
2: Good for you. What What age? Fifth what, grade. Yeah? yeah. Oh, that. Whew. I was a naughty. <laughs> fifth, I was a naughty fifth grader. True. Uh, yeah. Uh, your challenge. You, you know what? But to have more men in the school, I yes. think, especially mm-hmm. at the grade school, is really important. Oh,
1: I, I totally agree, and it's something I definitely take pride in.
2: Yeah. Hey, Michael Brown-Johnson, when we talked about uh, that servant leadership part, that you and I had that conversation, um, there's a strong faith base to your, to, to, to your life, and we had that um, when we talked. Um, that, that part, I think, I don't know how much you need to talk about it. Because I think it just kind of shows, it just seeps through, right?
3: Oh, yeah. We definitely try to make sure that it shows no matter what without even having to bring it up. That's something that (laughs) I have two uncles that are pastors. I have a, my dad's a pastor. So it's really, it's instilled in me no matter what. My uncle was, uh, he's actually over Wings of Glory as well, but Mm -hmm. he was my teacher for about four or five years. So he made sure that he instilled that to me so I didn't have to actually go out there and tell people, hey, I'm safe. Hey, I'm right. in church. Hey, so they just see it. They I don't have to talk about it. And my dad made sure that he instilled that into us. Me, my brother and sister. So making sure that we are all like that. So if you see us all together,
2: you just pretty much know. You know. They're they're proud. Definitely. They gotta be proud. Guys, um other than this has been good other than the website conversation yeah. <laughs> and, and Shia, you said you were you were on the phone about eight seconds after I brought it oh, up. Oh yeah, right you away get that get that cleaned up and um, please keep me informed any fundraisers and again any corporate sponsors any buddies of mine that own companies that want to at least talk to these young people that are doing really good work in the city of Milwaukee and southeast Wisconsin with its, its positive vibe is what it stands for PV elite they are a seven on seven group but that's not who they do what what they do that's not who they are. It's it's much bigger than that, and I'm going to keep my eye on these guys. And if I need to rip them, I'll do it. I'll do <laughs> it. I know where you guys are, so Charles. Good to see you. Yeah, That's it's cool. good to, good to see you, uh, Michael. It's good to see you again, Cheyenne. Thank you so much for getting that babysitter. Tell your grandmother I said thank you. I sure will. Keep up the good work, guys. Good luck yeah, in the, good luck you. this season. Thank you, thank you. You bet. This is the youth sports show, as always. Brought to you brought to you by our friends at Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the Fan.